Hello, beautiful people. Welcome and welcome back to the Behind the Silk podcast where we have curated conversations to help you take care of your skin and yourself. I am your host, Erica Nicole, the founder of Silk and Skincare. And in today's episode, we are going to discuss life lessons I have learned in 2023. I just cannot believe that 2023 is almost over. I feel like the older I get, the faster time goes by, which is interesting because as a kid, it feels like time moves so slow and that you're going to be a kid forever because you just can't wait to be an adult. But this adulting stuff is ghetto. 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Okay, maybe I'm being a little dramatic because there definitely are pros to getting older and transitioning into adulthood. But especially for any of our younger listeners, specifically in their teens and early 20s, because I know that you all are a part of the community too, I see y'all, I want you to enjoy your youth. Enjoy those years. Because in the grand scheme of things, it's such a short blip of your life, and time is something that we don't get back, so there's no need to rush, take your time. But in today's episode, I want to share some life lessons that 2023 has taught me. And I've learned a lot because a lot has happened this year. I don't know if you all have seen The Shade Room. Yes, I follow their Instagram because I like to stay up on what's tea. But every year they do this yearly recap of all the crazy things that have happened in the year and they break it up into calendar months and anytime i see that it just makes me laugh because sometimes we forget how much has actually happened in a year's time so i find those to be quite interesting but before we get into all of that today's affirmation reads i am unlimited in my wealth all areas of my life are abundant and fulfilling take a moment and receive that Also, it is self-care season, which means it's time to get back into the swing of things. I want you to make yourself a priority. So if you're ready to create a personalized self-care routine catered to your lifestyle, make sure to download our free ultimate self-care guide. It'll help you find time in your day, explore the six pillars of self-care, track your habits, set clear goals, and so much more so that you get the results of looking and feeling your best. So that will be linked below. So for the sake of your ears and my voice, I'm going to condense everything I have learned this year into my top 11 lessons to share that have been the most impactful and that I really plan to hold on to going into 2024. I tried to get this list down to 10, but I just couldn't. So here we are. All right. Number one, every conversation is an opportunity to learn. In other words, we need to listen more than we speak. As my grandma would say, that's why we have two ears and one mouth. I think we get so caught up in trying to prove a point or getting a point across that we actually miss the message of what the other person is trying to communicate. Conversations are more than just an exchange of words. They're new perspectives, diverse experiences, and at times, wealth of knowledge waiting to be tapped into. 
It goes beyond simply waiting for your turn to speak. It involves active listening, asking thoughtful questions, and being receptive to diverse viewpoints. And let's say the person you're conversing with is talking pure foolishness, because it happens. You can honestly read a person and learn so much more about them, their character, the type of person they are, just by listening. I recently watched the Tyler Perry documentary on Amazon. It's called Maxine's Boy, and it's such an inspiring movie. I mean, if you haven't seen it already, 10 out of 10 recommend that you go give that a watch. I was inspired and encouraged on so many levels. But in the documentary, he shared a time when his mom was sick and on her deathbed and how she was trying to communicate some thoughts to him. But he was just so adamant about her getting better that he shut her down and didn't give her a chance to speak what was on her mind. He talked about how much he wished he would have stayed quiet and listened to what she had to say because now he'll never know what was on her mind. And he doesn't know what he could have learned in that moment if he had let her communicate her thoughts and if he had just stayed silent. So there's power in conversation and the art of listening can translate into learning. All right, number two, not all relationships, platonic or romantic, are meant to be mutually beneficial. This one was a hard one to swallow because we exist in a very egocentric and self-centered society. I get that. But I feel like there's been an increase in the idea that if someone is not benefiting you or if someone isn't adding value to your cup directly, then they become a liability and you need to remove that person from your life. I've come to believe that some people are placed in our lives not to add value, but to receive value from us. It's like planting a tree. You sow the seed, you nurture it, but you may never see it become a sturdy, strong-rooted tree in your lifetime, but that doesn't mean that that seed wasn't worth planting. I hope I'm making sense. Now, I'm not saying to let people get over on you or to take advantage of you. However, I am saying that some relationships are meant to be one-sided and that's actually okay. I find in those situations, I've learned the most about myself. They've taught me patience, understanding, boundaries, empathy. Because from my experience, when you pour into other people with pure intentions, God will bring people into your life who will pour into you from a one-sided spout, expecting nothing from you in return. And I believe that is a true depiction of uplifting one another. Number three, listen to your body. It is always, always communicating with you. I will continue to preach this until my face turns blue. Mind-body connection is a real thing. I've talked about this on the podcast many times before, that when I'm stressed, I'm burnt out, not eating right, skipping workouts, the first thing that goes to crap is my skin. I start to break out like it's nobody's business, and it's the first thing that triggers me to recognize when something is off. We all have those intuitive triggers. For some people, it's they can't sleep at night. For others, it's heightened feelings of anxiety throughout the day or going prolonged hours not eating without even realizing. 
We have to make sure we're listening to our bodies, and that's why slowing down and partaking in self-care activities to reconnect and check in with ourselves is so crucial for our overall well-being. In episode 19 of this podcast, I discuss navigating work-life balance with my girl Chid, and I'll have that conversation linked below for anyone who wants to circle back and get more support in that area. Okay, so taking a step back, even when it comes to having people around you that just throw off your spirit, in other words, it's like your spirit just doesn't take that person. There have been times where I will literally and physically feel uneasy when someone is in my presence. Like my body is just communicating with me that I have no business being around this person and it's best to just remove myself from the equation. All of the above comes from listening to our bodies and trusting our intuitions. Number four, this one, I don't know how y'all are going to feel about this one, but not everything is meant to be shared. Unfortunately, oversharing is the new norm, and honestly, some things are meant to stay between you and God. Instinctively, this applies to social media, right? I feel like that's a given, but it also applies if you're in a relationship and you have a bad habit of running to friends and family, bad-mouthing your partner. Actually, let's leave that in 2023 because that is never okay. But it also applies if you have big and bold dreams that the people around you can't even fathom. It goes right over their head and now those same people begin putting all of their doubts and limiting beliefs onto you. Anytime I get excited about a new idea or come across new information or a business venture, my first instinct used to be to go tell everyone, right? To share my knowledge and get their feedback. Do you know how many times even the closest people to me have in fact called me crazy for some of my ideas? It's interesting because one day Jay and I, we were at a family function and he had made a comment that we were going to be millionaires in the next five years. And they literally laughed like out loud (laughs) because they just couldn't fathom the thought of us being millionaires in that short of a time frame. And they just couldn't fathom the thought of that goal because that goal felt unrealistic to them. And then one day it just clicked for me. And one day God made it very clear, clear as day. I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was that that information wasn't for them to know. That's why you feel this way after opening your mouth. To take it a step further, there are even things that God will place on my heart that he will instruct me not to talk to Jay about at that time or in that moment, because it's just not the right time. So I say all that to say, not everything is meant to be shared, and that doesn't mean you'll never be able to share those things with the people around you. It just may not be the right time. So not everything is always meant to be shared with everyone in that exact moment. Number five, life is all about perspective. I talked about this way more in depth in episode 23, where I had a great conversation with my girl Yelka from Kume House about the power of journaling and reframing our own stories. But our perspectives on a situation can completely change the outcome of that scenario. It can alter how we feel in that moment, how we internalize what just happened, and even how we react. That's why I'm a firm believer in developing an attitude of gratitude and really holding on to the belief that Everything, no matter how sucky it may look 
or feel in that moment, everything is working together for my good. Number six, there is no such thing as balance. It's a made-up theory because different aspects of your life will always require different amounts of you at different times. I had another great conversation with fascia stretch therapist Rebecca Nunez. You'll hear from her in a future episode. Once it's released, it'll be linked down below as well. But she really reframed my perspective on this. In summary, she said that since the concept of balance doesn't really exist, life is actually all about improving systems, which makes total sense. In some seasons of our life, in some seasons of my life, actually, I may have to show up as a wife or a mom more than I show up as a CEO. In other seasons, I may have to show up as a daughter more than anything else. And all I can do is do my best to put systems in place and improve upon them as I go along so that when those times do come and arise, all the things I've worked towards prior to that moment don't crumble. I'm not saying the idea of having it all and doing it all is unattainable. However, I am saying that it's a surefire way to burn yourself out over time, maybe even before you get a chance to reach your true potential. Number seven, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Sometimes when we're working towards a goal and we're not seeing the progress we want, it's easy to throw in the towel or take our foot off the gas. So we stop doing the things that helped us build up all this momentum and make all this progress in the first place. Then we don't understand why things aren't happening the way that we thought they should. When in reality, we're just in a preparation season. Consistency is key. If we get the blessing before we're ready, the odds are we're going to fumble it. And if you can't manage a little, what makes you think you can handle a lot? So we have to fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the habits, the discipline, the consistency. Fall in love with all of it so that when our time to shine comes, we're ready. We have to remember our why, not just the surface level stuff like the money, the fame, the success. We have to refer back to our mission, our purpose. Who do we hope to be? Who do we want to impact? What do we want our stamp on the world to be? That will always be the best motivation to stay ready and in position for our moment. Number eight, your superpower can also be your biggest weakness. This lesson was a tough one for me to come to terms with. I am a self-aware workaholic. <laughs> when it comes to Silken and this podcast, I will work day and night, night and day. It's what I eat, sleep, and breathe. It's constantly on my mind, and I'm sure my fellow entrepreneurs understand. And as a result, I struggle with work-life balance and setting healthy boundaries with myself. So the times in which I'm in grind mode, more often than not, my sleep schedule is thrown off, I'm not eating well because I feel like I don't have the time or mental capacity to meal prep, I skip workouts, I miss therapy sessions, and as a result, me being in a workaholic frame of mind take such a negative toll on my body and my mental. This is something I'm definitely navigating through, but 
I share this to drive home the point that my work ethic and dedication to succeed is literally my superpower and my biggest weakness. I wouldn't have gotten this far in my entrepreneurship journey in life, as a matter of fact, overcoming all the setbacks and losses without those attributes. But at the same time, not taking care of myself when I'm obsessing over work has such negative impacts on my well-being. And as I continue to navigate along my journey, the best advice I can give myself is to prioritize self-awareness, acknowledge when my workaholic tendencies are skewing to the negative side of the spectrum, and do my best to intentionally swing the pendulum the other way by reminding myself of my healthy boundaries and habits, which in this scenario is getting up every hour or so to get some steps in, getting away from my screen, shutting down my laptop at 8 p.m., and turning off work-related notifications on the weekends. So our greatest superpowers can also be our weaknesses, and self-awareness, I think, is the most important thing to get a hold of that and to make improvements as needed. Number nine, health is the real wealth. We talk about nutrition and fitness quite a lot on this podcast because outside of the aesthetics of looking good and feeling good, the reality is if you're not healthy, nothing else matters. Using work and all of our other daily responsibilities as an excuse to not work out, eat well, and take care of our bodies, that's exactly what it is. It's an excuse. Because if not to reap the benefits of our labor, then what's the point? As soon as something begins to compromise our health, whether it be our mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual health, we need to let it go and move on. I've heard so many stories of people working themselves to the bone for their entire lives with the intention of taking care of themselves and traveling and basically living their life after they retire or achieve some big milestone in life. And then boom, something happens or they pass unexpectedly, never being able to enjoy everything that they were working for. And on top of that, taking care of our health allows us to fulfill our purpose and mission here on earth with excellence. We only get one body and one life to live, which makes health truly invaluable. So it would be irresponsible of us to take that for granted. Number 10, this one right here, this one was a word, okay? Common sense is not common. This is something I'm sure many of us have heard before, and I've known this for a long time, but it really took root for me this year. Things that come easily and naturally to you may not be as straightforward for other people. And for that reason, we can't hold people to our expectations of them. Or better yet, assume they'd react or handle things the exact same way that we would. Common sense is generally understood as the ability to make practical and sound judgments based on everyday experience and reasoning. And for that reason, several factors contribute to the consensus that common sense is not universally shared. We have to account for cultural and societal differences, personal experiences, educational variances, subjectivity of perception, 
lack of critical thinking skills. I mean, the list goes on. And this is where having grace for others really comes into play. Now, this is way easier said than done. Patience and understanding are not innate character traits. They are muscles that we have to work and get better at. But remembering this concept allows us to be more open to understanding and appreciating the differences in how others approach and interpret the world around them. And last but not least, number 11, dreams and aspirations placed within our hearts are there for a reason. If you receive absolutely nothing else from this episode, this is the thing that I want you to hold on to. It's so hard to explain a dream that doesn't make sense to other people. Logically, I should have quit Silken and entrepreneurship as a whole a very long time ago. I've lost money. I've hired the wrong people. I've made mistakes. It's cost me relationships and countless sleepless nights trying to put the pieces back together. But my spirit just would not let me quit. All of the above basically forced me into a season of surrender and obedience because I had no other alternative. So for all I know, God could have been using that season of trials to draw me closer to him. But I strongly believe that our deepest desires and ambitions serve a purpose in our lives that go far beyond what our human minds can fathom. So as we enter a new year, Pursue those goals, dreams, ambitions, and desires that have been rooted in you with boldness. Go after them with the mindset that it's already yours. Yes, failure is a part of life, but don't let that stop you. This is your time to pursue personal fulfillment and happiness, uncover hidden talents, contribute to the greater good, motivate and inspire others, and create a meaningful legacy. We all have a calling on our lives, and sometimes it's not meant to be understood by anyone else but you. So if you've made it this far into the episode, first off, I want to thank you. <laughs> but this is your sign to keep going. The things that you are working for, the things that you are praying for, are on their way. You can't give up now, because if not you, then who? And with that being said, that is a wrap for today's episode. I hope you feel inspired and that you've learned a thing or two from my many life lessons this year. I want to know your thoughts. Can you relate? Did anything resonate with you? Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Behind the Silk Pod or send me an email at this point. <laughs> I just want to keep connecting with you all i love hearing your guys's thoughts and opinions and shout out to my beautiful people in france for checking into the podcast i was checking out our location stats and i was really shocked at how many of you all are listening locked in week after week so thank you thank you is it giving fly out to france because all i need is a reason to book a plane ticket <laughs> If you're new, I'd love to welcome you to the family. Please consider subscribing on whichever podcast platform you're listening on right now. You don't have to do this self-care, self-love, self-improvement journey alone. 
Leaving a rating and review really helps this podcast reach the right people so we can continue building this community. Five stars only over here, please. (laughs) Sending you all the positive vibes, sending all the good energy your way. And remember that the best part of today is you.